This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. They call me the robot that can't be kept in check. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Rough week? What are you talking about? It's been a great week. Yeah, it's but I mean like Wednesday. Yeah. I got panned today, man. Yeah, I know. And I'm still recovering, I believe, <laughs> I from that. That's really good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Hey! More on the, the panda that was gotten this week in just a moment. Charles Onyet is here. Oh, hi. The raging Canadian, fresh what? off of his StarCraft II review. I He's been so. so busy playing StarCraft II, he hasn't been able to be on Gamescoop for, like, three years. We're happy, right? <laughs> He's been playing it for three we, years. We, yeah. we get listeners every week asking to have Charles back on the podcast, so I'm sure everyone out there is just squealing with glee right now. <laughs> he, he did make an appearance briefly last episode. Uh, oh, did I? Yeah. What did, did I say? Oh, yes. You uh, did stop by very I briefly a, here. I do a very important impression of you, but it was... No, no, it was I've it heard was a Geddes. lot of impressions around here. They're very they're very accurate. Uh, I believe it was... Uh, you came and you went... <laughs> <laughs> That sounds exactly that's like how, that's, that's how Geddes does his impression of you. It's actually true. And finally, Craig Harris is here. Hello. Another uh, person who hasn't been on in, in, in too long. I'm that's not a lie. This was the core group for quite a while. Yeah. And I miss those days. Yeah. Every time Nate Ahern comes in here, doesn't even know what a TurboGrafx is. A little, little part of you dies inside. <laughs> yeah. Gotta look at his biceps and his beautiful pecs. Oh. <laughs> Gotta go home and visualize you, that all night long. You stare that's what at I his want. beautiful pecs. When I address them with my eyes, yes. <laughs> uh, our lead scoop this week is <laughs> that <laughs> the IGN, uh, IGN continues to have the coolest fans in the, in the entire world. Yeah. We had a meet and greet this week, as we were just mentioning here. Uh, uh, a rare San Francisco meet and greet. Yep. We don't have those very often. We, I think that's going to change, though. It sounds yeah. like this was such a success that so, they're getting on board with It was with really good. It was really awesome. Good. It was at a bar right next to our office, 21st Amendment, or Amendment where we hang out all the time. And uh, we were totally blown away by the turnout. Uh, the place was packed. So many people showed up. I don't know. Three million people showed up, I think. That's... I heard, the estimate I heard was more than 150. Yeah. Because they kept circling in and out. And we had this balcony upstairs, which is meant for like 30 people. Mm-hmm. And we had it wall to wall I'm didn't kick anyone out. I mean, there's so many people up there. Yeah. And people were complaining that the that it was the balcony was creaking and shifting. <laughs> and so that, 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 that the fire marshal didn't come in. And I bet if, if he would have, they would have. Yeah. But yeah, it was huge. We took over that bar. It was good. Yeah. We had, well, we had an open bar this time, so we don't yeah, always. I was, I was disappointed. I missed the free drinks. Oh, you missed it? We, no, no, I wasn't you, there. You could have had. Free I, I showed up a little too late. I mm. that was my own fault. But then you could have just said, "Hey, 
Greg, bring me over there, and I go, this guy's an editor, and then you would have been fine. Oh, see, I you didn't, didn't have to play. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize yeah, I could yeah. play the specialty card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there, there was, was a password involved, involved yeah. which is really weird. I, I mean, it was great was that password? we... password? Well, the password is I'm an editor. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> it's not a very good password. <laughs> it's not a very good password. But, I mean, I, you know, you couldn't, because, you know, there are so many people there, and the bartender doesn't know who they are. Yeah, in the end, they had to start, they would make me bring people over and say, this guy's cool. Right. Make him drink. We had a DDR tournament. Yep. I won. You did win. Yeah. We had a fan come out and play us, and she was the first eliminated. Yes. Which was very rare. Whenever she had we do never a played DDR before. Yeah. Clearly, it wasn't a process of, you know, like, uh, you know, figuring out if they actually can do DDR. No, no. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, it was interesting that I, I thought that it was a DDR tournament, because that game has sort of fallen out of favor for, for, like, social-type gaming like that, and like for, you know, Guitar Hero or, or exactly. Rock Band or something yeah. like that. I don't, I, we didn't pick it. It was That's all yeah, yeah, on yeah. the marketing side of things. I think, I think that's just a visually exciting game to watch me play right i mean on easy <laughs> I think you you watch the video of me and you doing it yeah. or me and clements doing it and like we're i'm being an idiot he's being stupid i'm pushing him over like in rock band we would just be plank 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 and you know yeah. what i mean like i think that's yeah, what yeah. it comes down to I yeah. think, yeah. and then i, I jumped people, on a beam when i won I, I think people enjoyed it yeah people had a great time everything i heard they were hooting and hollering yeah but it was awesome meeting everybody there meeting all the the readers and the listeners you guys are super cool it was great. Uh, and your next chance is, ar- is already upon us. Uh, actually, this evening, the IGN cruise. Friday. Gonna, yeah, Friday, uh, August. You're not going to have much time six, to get six, over six. there once this, once this podcast I know, goes I know. It's true, it's true. I've, I've been, but I've been posting about it on, on, my, on my networks. Uh, but we're going to be at the Powell Street GameStop in uh, San Francisco tonight, right off Union Square. For There's a Halo Reach preview event. So a bunch of IGN editors are going to be there. We're going to be, we got the, our cool Comic-Con t-shirts we're going to be giving out. Also, more importantly, though, the first four people that find me at this event and tell me the password scoop, we, I will pay for your entire pre-order of Halo Reach. That's cool. So only the first four people. Mr. Moneybags. Right, Look yeah. at this guy. Yeah. Find me. Tell me the password scoop. I will pay for your full, the f- full pre-order for Halo Reach for you. Find me, and I'll play Peace Walker with you. On <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, st- you carry Peace Walker with it's you true. like 24 hours I do, a day. yeah. You never know when it's going to pop out. He, ran- he does randomly run into people yeah. who have their PSP <laughs> yeah. with them and want to play Peace play, Walker. I've seen awesome. it happen. I love it so much. Yeah. If, you say, if you say beyond me, I might have a free game to give you as well. How are you going to give a free game? Uh, wouldn't you like to know? Is going to carry a code in your pocket? And... No, no, these will be these will be retail pockets disc are games. enormous. <laughs> They're just stuffed with PSP games. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't be a PSP game. This will be a game you'll want. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's true. Have you finally come around? No, I know. To... I know everybody hates it in this room. That's not true. That's not true. I just don't play it. Six-year tale still. <laughs> That's what's going to be written on your gravestone by me. <laughs> so are you actually going to make my gravestone? I hope, I hope, when, I hope when you leave IGN, I'll Craig. I'll call my parents On the, on the say, dark day when you leave IGN, I hope they let me give away, give you your goodbye speech. Uh, and I'll say, during his 15-year tailspin at IGN. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That's so mean. I know. Man, are you that invested in the PSP that you would just yes, slam Yes, Greg Miller life. is pretty no, heavily I'm, invested I'm, in the PSP. I am not that invested in it. I admit that everything it has wrong with it. It's just when everybody says it's a failure, that's when my hair stands up like Pertillo and I start barking. <laughs> that's where Pertillo gets it. He gets it from his dad. I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> Alright, um, so okay. Last we Wednesday. Yeah. We went out. Uh-huh. We did this meet and greet. Yeah. You and I got panda. Yeah. Like, I like I think somebody roofied me actually. Because I was like in, like I was having a good you time. Were, you were and instantly I was blind drunk and like couldn't stand up straight. Do you think it's just that I mean you've been DDRing. Did maybe you stop DDRing and then the alcohol caught up to you? Well it could be we also didn't eat dinner. I have a question. Did anyone offer to do Jaeger shots on the top of a Vegas hotel? Uh somebody was they wanted to do Jaeger shots. Not okay. on the top of a Vegas hotel. Okay. <laughs> And they had a beard. I didn't. Yeah, I don't no, know if it was turning I, I, into a hangover situation. Yeah, but well, there. I don't know. The guy wanted, really wanted to do a Irish car bomb with me too. Did you do it? Uh, did I, they even do that? I made a plan to do it, but I don't think we actually ended up doing it. Yeah. Probably for the best. What beer would they use for an Irish car bomb? They, they, have, they have a stout there. Do they? Yeah. Oh right. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if they have hard alcohol at that. At, uh, they, oh, they do. They have they a full do, bar. Just they now, upstairs, we were yeah. only a beer yeah. bar. Yeah. Yeah. I ordered one and got. Punched in the face by the bill, which was a, a slightly too expensive. You ordered a what? Uh, a whiskey. Oh, yeah. well, what whiskey did you order? It was, I, I don't even remember. Did you expense it? Should I? <laughs> I should. I can't talk about that. <laughs> so you you're still recovering, Greg. You're still. 
Were you, how were you feeling I was super yesterday? tired yesterday. And yeah. that when I get tired, I get cranky. And then when things go wrong, I get even more cranky. So last night, I was t- I was exhausted by the end of the day. Just yeah. didn't want to do any work, which isn't, I guess, epic. But, you know, I, I finally decided I'm going to go home, and I'm going to play Mafia 2. Because mm-hmm. I got that. I got the debug disc. I got mm-hmm. my debug unit. I'm not going to bring home my computer. So. You, are, you are reviewing Mafia 2 for IGN.com. Thank you, yes. The, here's the holdup, though, too. I also, the day before getting Mafia 2, got Dead Rising 2. Yes. Debug code. Yes. I want to play Mafia 2, but I'm a huge Dead Rising fan, so I want to play Dead Rising 2 more. That's like, you know, me really wanting to play a game. So last night, I'm like, no, screw it. i got to focus. I got Mafia 2 is out a month beforehand. I need to play this. I need to get this done. Blah, blah, blah. I pack the giant debug in my bag, sling it over my shoulder, put the game in there. I get home. It's, I'm already tired when I left the office. When I get home, I'm even more exhausted. I'm sweaty. I've got this giant debug. I hook it all up. I put it in. Ah, I need some stupid button combination to get past the security so I can play Mafia 2. Yes. Because they put a protected Yes, disc. yes. So I email 2K. They email me back. I do it. Then, oh, it's not registered in my username. So I can't play it. So I, I, I they hate it ta- when they make it difficult for us to do our jobs. They took, they had already taken my name and they had already taken my IP address and or whatever MAC address and yada yada yada. Uh, so all these emails start going back. I create a new username. I'm sending nothing. So I'm sitting there with this giant debug I hauled home. I can't play the game I was supposed to play. I didn't bring Dead Rising Two because I didn't want to be tempted to play <laughs> Dead Rising Two. So I just sat there and started a debug. <laughs> It's a rough life. It's, it, it's terrible. <laughs> These are what I have to live with. The, the only question I have about Mafia 2, and, and I haven't played, I haven't had a chance to play the game yet, but if there's a ridiculously difficult uh, car race driving situation about two hours into the game, then I, I will be very, then I will be very disappointed. <laughs> it was, it was an annoying part of of Mafia of the really? first game. Yeah. yeah, I think that that most people would point out is yeah, there was just there's, it's like you just race around this oval in like this old school like race car, and it's completely unnecessarily difficult in that game and it's like this it's this huge speed bump to progression like where otherwise it's you know like the original was a great experience i love that game but except for that part i don't know what the deal was in 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 general in in these like sandbox gta type games i really don't like the car missions like chase someone down your car oh they got away (laughs) guess you gotta try it again like i just don't i really find those missions to be well, yeah con- compared to something like gta like the the on foot combat in in mafia was was actually really good like at the time at least I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I played, things have changed i now. played the version at uh, the party from a m- month ago was yeah. it yeah. three weeks mm-hmm. ago i was having a good time with that demo yeah. i'm actually looking forward to that game. i think it's, yeah, i think it's it's a fun game i like I, I, I like the presentation of it like i like the music mm-hmm. i like i like the era cars i like all that like that i yeah. really dig i think the gunplay is satisfying yeah uh it's got a cover system which i appreciate i don't like how you get into fist fights in the game and then it's just like a, like a button masher. Well, it's like you have a light punch and a hard punch, and you mm-hmm. just have to wait for the guy to drop so his guard down and then punch him. So it turns into punch out. Kinda, yeah. But Do I kind have of a, nothing patterns. wrong with punch out. No, no, I have to punch him in the <laughs> stomach before punching him in the face. But yeah, um, I mean, they've still got the cops that that'll come like give you tickets and stuff if you go. Yeah, I think they're a little too aggressive actually for a, a game. You know, it's like. You're, I'm just trying to get to my mission. I, what, I'm speed, you're pulling me over for speeding? Like, I just want to play a, a game. I don't want to play real life. It's, it's yeah. realistic. Well, they have, did they have the restrictor thing, the speed limit restrictor when you played? What's the, the restrictor? If you, so if, you want, if you're not trying to get away, you're just trying to get to a mission, yeah. you can, I think it's toggle X, okay. and then it'll, put, it'll never let you go Won't over let the speed you go. limit. Oh, yeah. okay. That way you can just drive and not worry I about see. it. I, was yeah, I, that I didn't have that. Yeah. You have to find that or something, or can you just do it no, from the well, I, it, it, I've only been able to, I played, uh, before they gave me the review code that I couldn't access last night, uh, I played some of the, uh, the uh, PS3-specific uh, DLC missions they're giving. I'll have a preview up today on IGN.com. There you go. And uh, there they had it, where I could just tap, toggle that on and not go over the speed limit and just drive and not worry about it. I see. And so you wait, you have, you, you have DLC content before you even have the game? They came by to show That's me that. That's weird. Well, same thing with uh, Dead Rising Case Zero. We have that too, yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, this isn't before. This will, You'll need the game to play this. Right, this, that's what I mean. It's like, so you couldn't get the game to work, but you can get the DLC to work. But this is when they came by with a... This is when Jenny Sue from oh, so, came by and okay. showed me the game. I gotcha. Yeah. All right, this week we put up a feature. Our favorite games of 2010. Yeah, big shockers on there. So far. Yeah. What shockers really? Are you yeah. being facetious? I, I, well, yes, I am. Everyone, what? Mass Effect, Mass Effect, <laughs> yeah, uh, Red Dead, Red Dead, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. <laughs> there's so many Mass Effects think, yeah. on there. I'm the but, only one that said Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, only one. And like the kids yeah. are like, "Oh, I can't believe no one else at the IGN likes." Uh, uh, it's not that we don't like it. It's I, just, I played, if you have to pick one favorite game, yeah. that's people. I mean, yeah, I played quite. I I don't remember how many stars I have. It's between like sixty and seventy in that game. So but, you haven't uh, beat the game completely. But I have not beat the game completely. But yeah, so that's a great game. Doesn't matter. Well, no, I just I had a really good time. Oh. <laughs> I had a really good time playing that game, but yeah, it wasn't. I wouldn't pick it for for best of the year, at least so far. I mean, I, there's still a lot of games to come out. Is, of and now, what was the title of the article too? Is it best or favorite? Our favorite. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. 
That, just, it, just each each other's personal favorite game. Thank you. I just want to make sure. This isn't IGN selecting a if, game of the year already. If we had to do ballots right now, I would still vote Mass Effect mm-hmm. uh, best game. But my favorite I put on the thing was Peace Walker. Mm. Because I'm still playing that. I've put so many hours yeah. into it. And I still enjoy it so much. And I yeah, think it's yeah. a cool experience. I said Mass Effect 2. What, what did you say, Charles? Uh, I actually put StarCraft on there. Okay, yeah. Um, which nobody else put. Oh, I haven't had a chance to play it. Yeah, people are just scratching the surface on that, aren't they? Yeah. Clements loves that thing. He does. Don't shut up. The Starcrafts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's uh, it's f- sort of gotten people talking about... I mean, the, the game itself is, is a lot of fun, but I think what's interesting is that it's it's sort of gotten people talking about PC gaming again on, mm-hmm. a, on a much wider scale. Like, people who normally wouldn't, like, be interested are just like, hey, can it's I play like that game? And that like, and Civ Five. Everyone's, yeah, Civ Five everyone's really so, so, so down with those two games. Yeah, Civ Five. well... Um, yeah, we've gotten we've been playing that for preview, and it is a lot of fun. That game is is really good so far, and it's really good because they've made sort of uh, adjustments to the interface and everything, so that people who have never played a Civ game before or never played like for, uh, like strategy titles like that, like mm-hmm. turn based strategy games, uh, is it's really easy to get into and like understand everything that you're supposed to do. So I I think that will be a very cool game when it comes out. Is it coming out this year? Yeah, it's actually coming out at the end of September. Oh, wow. So or mid-September? Uh, I don't know. September. When Germany's over, Charles, and we ha- we can ha- we can sit back, you and I have fun. Because I know how you're caught up in the Germany. You're talking about the Gamescom show. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is coming up in a week and a half, I think. Yeah. 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 Charles, Craig, and I will all, th- all, will all be there. So I will be here doing my own game scoop. Call it Greg Scoop. <laughs> Just be me in here and telling you what I Here's my chance to finally air some of my ideas about all these bitch games y'all are reading about. Greg talking to his echo off the wall. <laughs> Just how loud can I be for two hours? Uh, anyways, you need to come set up the uh, gaming PC I have underneath my desk. I need your help. Oh, okay. I don't know what cables exactly I need, and I want to make sure I have it running so I can be on the DCU PC beta, because that'll probably launch before uh, yes, yes, yes. And then I want to play Civ. Yeah, yeah, that game's coming, and uh, Final Fantasy XIV is actually coming out right after, uh, right after Civ or soon after it, mm. which should be fairly interesting. I haven't had a chance to play that game yet, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully, they've made it. Sl- Are people excited about that one uh, for fourteen? Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. It I mean, comes out. So, like, two f- numbered Final Fantasy games are coming out this year. Yeah, so I mean, fourteen is basically the continuation of eleven, right? And I, they've. From what I understand, they've made adjustments so that um, if you were to play Final Fantasy XI, you can level up a little bit, and then eventually you hit a wall where it's like, if you do not go find a group in that game, you're going to get your face smashed in, and you can't make <laughs> and you can't make any progression. So it basically forces grouping upon you, mm-hmm. which some people it, it that basically caters to like the more hardcore crowd who are like, okay, I'm going to go sit in a town and spam chat fil- like chat channels until I get a full group for like an hour and a half. It's like you need a lot of time to be able to. To put that together, whereas 14 is supposed to be more like solo friendly, so it's like, look, I don't want to sit around and find all these people to play with. I'm just going to go out and kill stuff and have a good time. Yeah. So that's allegedly what the deal is supposed to be, but I haven't had much of a chance to play it yet. However, I would like to. <laughs> it also, if, if anyone's listening, <laughs> um, but it it also looks very pretty, which I think yeah. helps for an MMO because if you're going to spend like, you know, like who knows, like over a hundred hours in a virtual world, like if it looks like crap, then it's really disappointing. Steimer came home last night and was very excited about this Cataclysm. She started really? playing it last night. Cataclysm. Like, it's all, she just ranted about all the stuff that's in it. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cataclysm is like some of the best questing I've ever done in an MMO. Yeah. She's uh, like, you don't get mounts to level 20, but they have these things like I was riding a raptor. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the quest design in Cataclysm is is really fun. That game is, it, it seems like that's going to be a really good expansion. And like, because the last two WoW expansions wow. have been sort of for <laughs> I've been sort of for like the uh, the higher level crowd to do, <laughs> uh, um, and then Cataclysm seems like it'll appeal to people who've like I've never played WoW before. What's the big deal? And it, they're like retweaking a bunch of old content so that you can sort of do the entire level progression uh, with with different stuff, I guess. Um, which I haven't checked out the entirety of that, but from what I've seen of the early level stuff, it's really cool. Have you played DC Universe Online? I've not played. Oh, actually, that's not true. I played that like a year and a half ago wow. at like a preview event <laughs> wow. for like an hour and a half. So that's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a very accurate representation of what it's like now. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was it was okay. I, okay. Mean, I was just making sure. I, I, I always like to talk. So it, it, when it comes around to beta, I want you to play it and tell me if I'm okay to be excited for this. Okay. Because I'm very excited for it, but I don't know if it's going to be bad. But I mean, you can go in and play. At, you create your own superhero Correct. in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a villain. Or a villain. But you meet up with the the real licensed ones, right? Yeah, you, you have. Wanna, a, you you have just want to hang out and have a drink with Superman. You have like a Godfather kind of thing. Right. 
So like Superman or a godmother or a godmother, correct? And clearly, your godfather is going to be Superman, of course. Superman, yeah. Yeah. I want to fly. Uh, getting right back to StarCraft Two for just a moment here, Charles. You gave it a nine. I did. Right? Uh, so I read your review. It seems to be your just a bit really, really good game, but not, it doesn't take the RTS to uh, like a, the next level. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's obviously very popular. Like yeah. when I was playing over the weekend last weekend, like there were like. Um, about 1.5 million people on Battle.net, like when I was signing on, Jeez. which was, oh. I mean, there's there's clearly a lot of people playing it, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a totally old school RTS design, That's uh, cool. which I'm, which is yeah, fine, I'm which is which That's is just great. fine. I'm I mean, down. it's just yeah, it's just it's. Um, an incredibly well-presented game that's just built out. There's an insane amount of content in there, uh, super high production values all over the place, and really tightly designed, uh, very well-balanced gameplay. It's it's it, it's it, kind of brilliant that Blizzard has the scheme they have going is that they they are going to get they're going to get get people to buy StarCraft two three times. Well, right? so yeah, and I, I, that is something that people were slightly upset about when it was first announced that they're basically splitting the StarCraft storyline into three parts. Yeah. So the first one, the one that just came out, Wings of Liberty, is if you if you don't care about the multiplayer, it's the single player campaign that's just basically focused on the Terrans. Although you do play as another faction in the campaign, which I won't spoil in oh. case people haven't played it. Um, but then you have to wait for the Zerg-focused campaign, which is the next one, mm-hmm. and then the Protoss one, which comes after that. And who knows when those are going to come out? I mean, yeah. we don't know at this point. Um, but I, people were upset initially because in the first uh, StarCraft, you could play as all three factions in the story mode, although mm-hmm. it was only 10 missions per faction. And in this one, you get like 26 or so missions for mm-hmm. the Terran specifically. So it's still a huge campaign. Just, yeah. Do they do a lot of like cutscenes and stuff like that? Yeah, there, there's a lot of in-game cutscenes in, so maybe in that's, StarCraft. Maybe that's how they justify it. It's like there's a huge storyline for each of the factions now, so they just separate it out into all three. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think the expansions are going to be full price. Um, oh, you don't think so? No, because I mean they'll be making tweaks to the multiplayer portion of the game just through patches and stuff like that for balancing, and then I'm assuming they'll be like expansion priced for the additional single player content if you want to download it. So I mean I don't I don't think it's that it's that big a deal. You st- I mean StarCraft Two as it stands right now is still an amazing game. Mm. And t- tell me about the, uh, the Lost Vikings. T- Easter egg in there? Oh, so that that's just I mean it's it's called Lost Viking, but it's just it's a top down arcade shooter. So it's nothing like the game Lost Vikings? It's not that game. Oh okay. No. It's it's a top down arcade shooter where you play as a Viking that shoots stuff. Yeah, I had to reread the story over right. and over again. It's like, oh last I thought it wait, was about wait, the game. No, Lost this Vikings. has nothing to do with No, it's it's just uh They're just taking the name and then creating a whole different game based okay. on it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, that that review thread that I, I've been reading through the review thread under there. That is the angriest 9.0 review thread <laughs> that I've people read. Are angry about that? Oh my god, people are oh so god. angry. Dude, chill out, people. Yeah. Come on. And I'm yeah. is such a good score. Yeah, I mean, it's it just it felt like a very safe play from Blizzard because, um, you know, they didn't introduce any new factions. They didn't really introduce like huge, you know, uh, gameplay mechanics in there that would really switch things up, which which they've done before. I mean. The, um, between like Warcraft 2 and uh, Warcraft 3, there were a lot of changes made to that gameplay system, whereas this one is very much sort of the same thing with some tweaks and some new units. And, it, you know, it's still an amazing game. It's just, you know, it's sort of what you'd expect. The important thing is you had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think thing. a 9.0 is, is yeah. a very strong recommendation <laughs> yes, for anyone is. to go get that game. <laughs> but, yeah, I think what, what I like most about it is that it, it has gotten people... Like talking about Playing upgrading PC. their PCs, yeah, exactly. talking about like, oh well, you know, how should I, how should I, you know, comprise my control control groups in the game, and you know, just talking about specifics of PC stuff that just I haven't heard people talk about in quite some time. So that's pretty cool. Greg Miller, yeah, but Batman: Arkham City announced. Yeah. Catwoman's in it. Yeah, confirmed. Uh, so what, what's our, what's we think the whole deal with Arkham City is? Uh, well, it makes it sound like uh, Arkham has taken over Central City. If you remember that the first trailer they debuted to was like a part of Gotham City, kind of walled off, quarantined, mm. taking over. So I don't know exactly what's happening. It would make it seem like uh, doesn't it say somewhere in Jim's story there about I thought there was some kind of vague description of something like Arkham's taking over a giant part of the city, but. But, who, who built the walls, though? That's my question. Yeah, it, well, I mean, right, because it doesn't, well, and it's just a teaser trailer, too, so who yeah. knows how much of that's actually in actuality, but 
it would make it seem like either they moved Arkham there and it kind of exploded one night and they had to, to you know, part of the city's quarantine, Batman's got to get in there and stop everything. Or maybe, yeah, they, you know, part of Gotham City went down and they took over there, kind of yeah. like no man's land back in the day. Mm-hmm. Nobody read that, though, I don't think, other than me. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot to be uh, answered still, a lot of questions. You like these uh, Game Informer covers? Love these Game Informer covers, don't you? Yeah. yeah they look they're, awesome. They're really nice. No one's questioning if that means the game will be in black and white. Well, actually, um, one listener wrote in with a question about this. Okay. This is uh, Corey. He want, he wondered if the uh, if this artwork has anything to do with a new detective mode in Arkham City. Yeah, that'd be interesting too. A lot of people. That was one of the not complaints, but I guess maybe knocks people had against it is that, that like my first time through it's that game, in I used it so mode, long yeah. that I didn't even notice how awesome that game yeah. looks. Yeah, I, I, back. I was in detective mode the whole game. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I didn't want to miss anything. It was so helpful. Yeah, yeah, and it made you be able to see everything. So I don't know. That's possible. Uh, you know, Batman Black and White is a popular comic uh, as well. Maybe that has something to do with it too. But those cover that cover looks awesome. A lot of people are questioning if that means co-op is involved too, since Catwoman's on there is kind of a major player. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I would love it if that were not in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were talking about uh, me and Hillary the other day, and we have a feature going up on this as well today. Keeping out over this. Too much co-op or what? Uh, well, no, about how we how you could use that and not ruin the experience for us. Mm. If it's going to be forced, or not forced, but if it's the entire game needs to be co-op, we'd much rather see it be Robin, because that would make more sense for what you think of. Yeah. If it was just challenge rooms, similar to how like Batman, the yeah. you know, Ark of Asylum had them, and then you had you and Cat woman working as a team doing stuff in challenge rooms that's fine but mm-hmm. as a story itself i don't know if i'd want to do that but and then i christine was super excited when she thought that's what it meant so yeah it different well, strokes I, it, it's just the problem with some of the co-op and i mean you see it in some games and you see it lessened in others is that if a game is built for co-op then playing is just by yourself is way less interesting yeah right because it just feels like wow i should really be playing this cooperatively yeah yeah you figure uncharted balanced it pretty well like you know uncharted you can go play the co-op missions and those are a lot of fun but then the story itself is yeah. still single sure. player go out and have fun mm-hmm. oh like a, a crackdown too uh you know where you hit those xbox live tokens mm-hmm. it kind of annoyed me even though that game's not that great you know just running <laughs> no, around and see it. hey i found it to- oh wait i have to get some you know go online and have someone help me out to get that thing it's, yeah, yeah. So i'm not yeah. a big co-op fan yeah like gears for example is still fun to play by yourself True. but I, I was thinking of something like command and conquer 4 which has cooperative uh solo missions that are just you can tell that they're built specifically for co-op because if you jump in as a single player it's just like why am i playing this as a single player yeah. like this yeah. is silly and and Arkham Asylum was such a cool game, like awesome a, as a yeah. as a single player experience and that you would you wouldn't want that like messed up by Rocksteady. I I, f- I mean proved that they know what they're doing with Batman, so I don't yeah. think they take a gamble like that and give you this, now, game's, they, this game's gonna suck if you play it alone. Now yeah. in that thing that they tell you what Catwoman's. Is she in there for we don't know, a playable? Yeah. Is she, we don't know. Is she a playable know. character? Is she yeah, just in the know. game? Yeah. So maybe she's just a, a driving force for the story. True. Yeah, she maybe. just shows up, says, hey, go that way, and then she disappears. You know, it's like a comic book, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's a game informer. We'll know more when that hits the stands. Uh, so yeah, Batman Arkham City coming next fall. PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and PC. hey Oh y'all. <laughs> uh, true Crime. Hong Kong. Yeah? Delayed. What? Not coming this year. I was going to pre-order that tonight. No, no, no. Was that on your schedule? <laughs> yeah, when I get to this Halo Reach event, I wanted to be number one in line in order. <laughs> I don't want your Halo, sir. Can I please pre-order True Crime? Um, so, yeah, that's not coming this year. Uh, not a surprise. Yeah, I know you've seen the game before. And, yeah. Mm, it was it was not it was yeah. not a, it was not a state where it needed to be released yet. Yeah. Uh but hopefully this means that we have more time to go to true crime events. Yes. <laughs> because With strippers dancing on poles. Yeah, and because stuff. the true crime uh GDC event is still one of the best uh events I've I got been kicked to. in the face and still loved it. By a, by a by pole a stripper, dancer. Yeah. <laughs> uh maybe the most epic photo Greg and I have ever appeared in was taken that night. Yeah. It was fantastic. Craig, how's that uh, Metroid Other M shaping up? Uh, well, I saw it on Monday, and I'm 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 digging it, but yeah, I'm not digging it as if it's going to be like this the most amazing experience dun, dun, ever. Dun. Okay. So you're saying Fran's going to cry? Uh, I think Fran will like the story. Uh-huh. The story is great. I mean, it, the, the cutscenes <laughs> are fantastic, me? but uh, but the game itself just feels. <laughs> What, really? are you talking, yeah. what, what are you laughing about? I, I did forgot, the remember me. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember me? That was so good. <laughs> that was so, so good. <laughs> no, no, 
that was... Of course, nobody remembers you. <laughs> In the trailer. Uh, but no, the, the the game itself is kind of a throwback to the old um, side-scrolling Super Metroid or Metroid or, or Metroid uh, Zero Mission, Metroid Fusion. But now it's... Uh, they they kind of free her up into a uh, uh, like a 3D. You can go into the foreground and background, um, and I think that's kind of where the game has its flaws. Because you know when you play a side scrolling game, you point at the enemies that you want to shoot at, and you actually have have to have skillful aiming to shoot at these enemies. However, in this game, enemies are all around you, and all you have to do is just kind of like point in the direction and just hit fire, and it automatically targets yeah. all those enemies. So it feels like it plays its health half the time. Hmm. Sometimes I kind of like that. I like the auto aim because it makes me feel like more of a badass. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it games like uh, was it Shadow Complex kind of did that auto yeah. aiming too. Yeah, but, but not too much. Not too much, and it didn't feel like the game played itself. And you still had to know that those character, those enemies were over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, you know, it, it they're just off screen. It's like okay, I'm just gonna point, you know, Samus in a 360 fashion, just keep firing. Okay, it takes out those enemies. Mm-hmm. However, you know, I'm playing it completely out of context. Maybe it's, you know, maybe later in the game. It is hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, okay. there are some certain parts where you actually have to do, like, one-on-one battling with enemies. Well, this is Team Ninja. They make hard games. Yeah. Uh, I did die a couple times in my demo. <gasps> and it was only a half-hour demo, so a couple times in a half-hour. is yeah. sure Craig Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to... Comes out this down. month. Comes out uh, the last week of this month. August That's crazy. August 31st. Why yeah. is that crazy? I feel like there's, it's a Metroid game, and there's no talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, is that true, Chris? It's. It, I. I feel that the, yeah. Nintendo has kind of gone quiet. A lot of stuff's coming out of um, Japan. I think maybe Nintendo of America's their hands are tied behind their backs. Okay. You know the, mm. what what they can talk about in Japan. They're doing some really cool. Um, uh, you know, uh, behind the scenes videos mm. that. That Nintendo for some reason hasn't translated or put online here. Like they're all in Japanese, no subtitles. Hmm. So maybe they're just insulting us. I don't know. But uh, but the, thing, the, the weird thing is, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it more interesting in Japan than in the U.S. Because in the U.S., Metroid is way bigger uh, than Japan. Than in Japan, yeah. Hmm. Like in Japan, it's kind of a good series, but it's not fantastic. It's it's not out in Japan yet, is it? No, no. They're coming around the same time. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not sure what what day it's coming out in in. Uh, in Japan, I should have the full version by the weekend, and I'll be playing through it before I disappear off the Gamescom. Yes, <laughs> so I gotta have this game plowed through and yeah. reviewed before I leave. That's true. So, uh, is Gamescom gonna be fun, Charles? Uh, I hope so. Is it gonna be a good show? There's, uh, I mean, it certainly looks like there's gonna be a large presence of pretty much everything there. So yeah. it's 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 very much like a full uh, show, mm-hmm. like everyone's going to be there. Um, I'm not sure what kind of announcements there'll be, or if there'll be... I mean, last year's show was... Uh, it was the first time Gamescom had happened, uh, which is a show in, in Cologne. Um, before, it was Gamescon, and that happened in Leipzig, and then it sort of yeah. switched over. There's still something that happens in Leipzig, but uh, I don't I think know. Everyone's kind of I don't know if anyone now. covers it, yeah. um, unfortunately, for Leipzig. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, last year was like... Uh, Sony held a press conference where they unveiled the Slim... Um, which was kind of a big deal, and Microsoft had a press conference where they announced uh, Fable 3. Um, so I don't know if we'll see anything quite on that scale this year, but we shall see. It is coming up fairly soon. There'll certainly be an opportunity to see like all the major titles and stuff like yeah. that. Are you excited, Damon? I'm going to see all the major titles. <laughs> is, that the, is that the slogan for their t-shirt? <laughs> uh, yeah, Gamescom, Gamescom 2010. All the major, major titles. titles. <laughs> see all the major titles. <laughs> Uh, Greg, we played some DJ Hero 2 last week. We did. You and I did. Yeah. Um, you you rocked the turntables. I rocked the mic. Yep. Uh, so what, what I was playing on turntables was very similar to the first game, but the vocals have been largely enhanced. Uh, they're there now. This time, yeah. <laughs> well, you could do, but you could hook up a mic and. But it didn't put up the words or anything. Exactly. Right? Yeah, now you, you've got like the karaoke stuff, you know, music game yeah, yeah, yeah. style words like coming across the screen. Much, yeah. 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 Uh, so how did you find it? Uh, it was uh, pretty much what I expected, which is a disappointment. Like uh, when they first announced it, I was and showed it. We were at that Activision event where that girl came out and sang that Lady Gaga song, right? Yeah. And the problem for me is that like when I want to sing karaoke, especially for a song I really love, I want to sit there and sing it. You know what I mean? Whereas this one, it was uh, Warren G. Regulate. 
uh-huh. and uh, Nelly Hot and Hurt. And I love Nelly. I love me some <laughs> Nelly Charles. Oh, let me tell you, growing up in Missouri. Yeah, that's you where didn't was. grow up in Missouri. I like, During I, Nelly, I was, damn it, I became an adult there. I like the correct, correct pronunciation on her. Her. Thank you. Yeah, well, I want to make sure people understand that I'm, I'm, I'm a saint lunatic for life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, anyways, yeah, so like, I like that song a lot. So I, you know, that, that's, he's the major part for the first part of that song or whatever. But you're repeating lines because, you know, like, they're sampling it, obviously. Yeah, so like, these are remixes or mashups, and yeah. they chop up the vocals. Exactly. And, like, so it doesn't play out the way you would. So I'm all set to make a jump to the chorus, and that's not where they're going. Yeah. And then they drop in some regulate, which I don't know. Not not only do I not know regulate very well, other than like you know the major hooks to that song, they're dropping in not the hooks, and they're dropping it in, and I can't hear like the beat that you're scratching out isn't the song, so yeah. I don't know where I'm supposed to be pitch wise, and I don't. Yeah. Know. It it's, seemed like it's the, odd because yeah, the mixes in DJ Hero don't exist anywhere else, so you yeah. you, you you don't know them right off the bat. You don't know how. All of the lyrics have been chopped up exactly. and rearranged and all that stuff. And so that's what I took away from, like, it was, you know, at one point I just stopped. I was just singing Hot and Hurt. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't care, whatever. And so it's one of those things where I think it would be more interesting if, like, this took off and you and I played it all the time. And, like, I would start off scratching and then get to know how the song would go and then want to sing it. Yeah. But then I don't even think I'd want to sing that because it just doesn't seem like it's the song I'd want I'm to sure sing. you get all your timing gets all screwed up when you do the whole rewind thing. Yeah, yeah. There's that. I still think it's super fun to play on turntables, but yeah, looks like maybe the vocal the vocal aspect of it might be a little awkward. Yeah. I thought this was an interesting news story. Also, an example of a really good headline: "You can't hate George Lucas anymore." <laughs> when I saw the headline, I was like, "What? What do you mean I can't? I love to hate on George Lucas. That guy ruined everything I loved my childhood." Uh, well, well, created and then ruined it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> in all fairness, uh, but no, apparently he's uh, taking part in this the Giving Pledge program, which I had not heard of. Anybody familiar with this? No. Uh, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's uh, program, where they convince billionaires to give away like, half of their fortunes to, oh, to charity. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm part of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, I'm really happy to hear that. Charles. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, George Lucas is giving away half of his fortune to charity. So yeah, I, I have to admit that's pretty cool. Just make that's it just one charity toys. or multiple charities. Um, or is it, Why, or he sponsors half, half his fortune to Bill Gates, and then Bill Gates decides which for charity. Goes probably, to. yeah. He's sponsoring the uh, next IGN meet and greet. There you go. It's gonna be in space. <laughs> space. Little do those starving kids know that knowledge is his treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I give away half my treasure. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> GameScoop listener Keith Turand has a uh, a download code for Alan Wake DLC The Signal to Ooh. share with you listeners here. Uh, the Signal is you you can get it free if you bought Alan Wake used or new, I'm sorry. But if you bought it used, uh, then uh, here's a code which apparently is for, it's a lot of fun. Our own David Clayman played through it, reviewed it. What are you laughing about? I'm just smiling. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? How do you airdrop knowledge on <laughs> I don't know. No, what that like, is it just an empty box? So Lucas is gonna be dropping knowledge. It's was like, like somebody A through M just dropped <laughs> somebody. People. Was somebody like shouting knowledge into a box uh, and then created it up? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you can George Lucas that. It. transfer that. What I was smiling about yes. is that sometimes listeners, Damon, you know, he prints off all the news there and he's got it and he brings in photos sometimes. Uh-huh. And he, Damon doesn't tell us what the news scoops are or what the emails are going to be or what the photos are going to be, but I can see through the back page and I'm, I'm excited to see what this last photo is all about. It's good. It's good. Okay. It's really good. Anyway, here's the code for The Signal, uh, downloadable episode for Alan Wake. Super fun. You're going to want to play it. Here we go. V9CDY. 34XJTR69MK944T373P6T. Good luck. Whoever enjoys the signal, make sure you send good vibes to Keith Torrent. Is that for the 360? Yeah. Did you bring in my code? Well, it's uh, Alan Wake is a 360, 360 exclusive. Yeah. Which one? The uh, DC Universe? I did not. All right. So people can call you at your desk then. What do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. This is Miles. Re- and remember, listeners, you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Miles did, right here. He says, hey, Scoop team, my name is Miles. Love the show. Keep doing it. Okay, we will. 
A few days ago, I was running with my brother, and I had recently been playing GTA 4 for the PlayStation 3. I think the game's amazing, so I was talking about some awesome things about the game. Later, I asked him why he doesn't play it, thinking he would like that kind of action-oriented game. You think it's like fast-paced action, <laughs> fast <-paced> action genre? <laughs> However, he replied that games of that amount of content and length scare him. Don't get me wrong, he is a gamer who plays many hours a day. He continued to say that he is afraid to commit to longer games. I can understand this reply to a 100-hour RPG, but GTA isn't really that long. He's logged around 60 hours of Bad Company 2 online, and has played many other games on the system, so obviously he can commit to a video game. I think he's more afraid to experience a lengthy story instead of committing. Anyway, my question is, have you ever been afraid to put some hours into a game because you know how deep it is? I'm not trying to change my brother, but his argument am amazes and confuses me. I've never been scared to do it, but there's definitely days where I don't feel like it. You know who doesn't like long games? Craig Harris. Craig Harris. <laughs> That's me. So you, 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 you can identify with Miles' brother. Oh, I can, yeah. yeah. It's going to be like a 40-hour experience. That's a lot of time to invest. Yeah. What about GTA 4, which was like, you know... Again, 20, that's one of those games 12, I, I like playing like it, but it's like, yeah, it's it, there's so much to do in that game that I... I just want to get it over with, you, you know. And do so the like, story missions, yeah. And fast so, so that's I'm, why I don't understand why you can't beat Limbo. That game is like three hours long. No, I have okay. So <laughs> no, it's just the timing of me playing Limbo. It's just I haven't gone back to it yet. I mean, I would play right. through it a bunch, and then I had to stop for a bit, mm. and then it's just I haven't had I haven't played any game yet. So uh, you haven't played any game? No, not since Limbo. Not since mm. finishing or ending where I'm at at Limbo. I this weekend will finish it. So absolutely, it's a great game. I, I like long games. Uh, Although it can be a game can be too long, I thought Red Dead Redemption was too long. That's that's one of them right there. I'm I'm in the middle of Mexico and I've walked away from it. Like I've just yeah. I, I heard I Mexico playing, is playing. really like it just it it totally loses steam when you go down to Mexico. Exactly, that was the problem. But then I think Fallout Three is a bigger game, and I never got tired of that. You yeah. know, I I but still play Fallout Three. You, in Fallout Three, I felt like it was you know you can have multiple quests open and mm. you can complete them, and it pops up and it's very rewarding. Quest complete, yeah. and that's a great time to go. Great, save done for the night. You know what yeah. I mean. Whereas Red Daddy and you know, I, I kill a bunch of cougars or whatever, and then I ride to one town, and then I see a stranger. You know, I mean, there's always something popping up that's in my way that it's like, oh, well, I can I can try to complete this and get it done. Yeah, I, I like digging into the the longer uh, single player games like that. But if it's an if it's an MMO experience, then I'm much more selective about what I choose to sort of dig into. Yeah. Because it's it represents such a time commitment if you're going to get involved in an MMO that you just sort of have to like pick one and stick with it. Especially if you know people playing. Yep. Yeah. All right, this is Paul. Paul Barbara says uh, he wants us to start saying like they all. Everybody, all the listeners want us to say "scoop" more often. I know. I know. We scoop. Should. We never think about it. Uh, so his question is: Given we've had a bumper start to 2010 and a great holiday season lined up for the Xbox 360, I do feel currently that there's nothing to play. I haven't experienced this since the days of owning a Nintendo GameCube. But nevertheless, what suggestions do you have for some games to pick up or give a go during this time of need? He says I did manage to pick up Limbo on XBLA. It is awesome. Well, Paul, you should also check out Deathbank, uh, yeah. another recent XBLA game. Uh, super, super fun. Uh, our own Christine Steimer reviewed it. Gave it an 8.5, I believe. Right. What, so, a, what does a bumper so, start mean? I, don't I think it means like bumper crop. <clears throat> okay. yeah. A giant. We had so many great games in the first half of the year. We did, yeah. Okay. Sure. Or Banner. Did he, did he really get through them all? That's what I mean. I would look back at what, <laughs> what's come out. I doubt you've played every... That's, yeah. I mean, it's possible, don't be wrong, but... It's impressive. But if you're looking for something that came out recently right now, like Deathbank is uh, super... You, you, can spend, you can spend a lot of time in that game. It's really addictive, loot drop, uh, questing, action RPG game. Mm -hmm. Super fun. I'm looking forward to playing Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, me too. Uh, that comes out, what, next week? Yep, on PS3, and then uh, it's another two weeks, I believe, till Xbox. Maybe just one week till Xbox. Yeah, it's later this month. Yeah. That was... I, apparently that one was designed uh, and developed by the team that did TMNT on the Game Boy. Yeah. Which which was the only TMNT game that was any good. It was that old school, like, arcade Budimut style thing. So I looked it up and, and when I saw Scott Pilgrim, I'm like, oh, is it the same team? Because it's, you know, it's uh, Ubisoft Montreal. Hmm. And I went, and then it totally was. I'm like, yes! <laughs> I'm afraid that game will look and sound amazing, but not be that there's a lot of questions like hillary's playing it right now and i've played a bunch of it too and we have a preview build of the game and it's very we don't know what exactly is going to be changed for the review code and mm. like there's no there's no online co-op which sucks uh in the preview build we have right now you can't drop into other people's games like if i started a, a story mission oh, yeah. or whatever you, and just you came on. to join me yeah, yeah see, that's it. that's crazy for a game like that but that see you... and the, that's why i'm very hesitant to say that's how it is too because it sounds absurd right like why would you make a game like that so hopefully it's yeah. just that it's preview there's no trophies in it so it's not close to being final is what that means and so 
there's hope that the final version won't be like that, but we don't have it yet, so we don't know. Looks very inspired by River City Ransom, like all that stuff that you go into shops and you buy things. Yeah, and, see, yeah. like all that, all that's really cool. It, its world map is like such an awesome, blatant homage to Super Mario World. Like, yeah. it's so awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really hope that game's phenomenal. I will say one game that I've I wanted to play all year that I haven't gotten around to yet is Metro 2033, and I know that, that? I know that's on Xbox too, but I've yeah. I've really wanted to play that game and I just I haven't been able to to get around to it yet. That's a strange choice. It seems like uh, there wasn't a lot of wasn't a lot of buzz about that game. No, and, and I don't it, think it was phenomenally. It, it wasn't well reviewed or... well everywhere either. That's just that's that's the type of game that is sort of. I, I enjoy playing. You like, you like that kind of stuff. kind of bleak, futuristic wastelands. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> whatever that says about me, I don't know, but uh, that, I, I do appreciate that style. Uh, this is Arvind Kumar. He says, "Scoop, scoop, scoop. Don't use my real name, please. Just kidding." <laughs> do you guys know if the move will have wrist straps? I don't want a glowing dildo flying through my two thousand dollar TV. It will, and I actually made fun of Sony the first time they were showing it because they weren't using the wrist straps in any of their demos. Why did you make fun of them? Because that? Nintendo is so adamant about epic. You go up to a Wii, and even if you're just playing a classic know, yeah, controller yeah. game, they're like, put the wrist strap on. I'm like, <laughs> and so like I was making fun of Sony's representatives for like, hey, you guys don't put the, uh, the force us to have the wrist strap. And then at E3, they cracked down and made you. Yep, so it was all my fault. Yep, thanks, yeah, thanks for ruining that welcome. one. Also interesting to point out is that the uh, you know the glowing ball on top of the dildo as he put it, uh, it's soft. It's not hard plastic, hmm. so there's a chance if you if it got away from you, I don't know, got, you know, I don't know anything about physics, <laughs> but uh, maybe it wouldn't hurt as much. <laughs> uh, this is Rich Slack. It's a good name. Yeah, I like that. Taylor Swift's latest single was leaked on the internet. Which led to its early release. Yes. Is Greg angry? Happy? Does he have mixed feelings? What does he think of the new song? I am happy. I think her music should be available for everyone. I did not buy it, however. It's on iTunes. I saw it yesterday, and I uh-huh. listened to the preview. It's good. But I didn't, I didn't buy it. Cause it <laughs> so, it's you listen to the 30 seconds of the song. I want to buy the whole album, and oh, okay. I'll, get, I'll get the songs for 99 cents then. Why buy one for 129 now? I really hate that. That's, That's stupid. That iTunes is trying to charge people a dollar twenty nine for songs now. Yeah, I don't need it. Thanks. That's why I went to uh, Amazon. I still listen to my Kesha when I'm building my pages, so I'm fine. Oh, and I think you can buy uh, the new Arcade Fire on Amazon for like three bucks or something. Is it that cheap? Yeah. I keep hearing great things about that record, but I haven't heard it yet. I've only listened to half of it so far. I haven't gotten through the whole. Did thing. it like, come out yesterday or something? It I came out a couple days. It came out a couple days ago. Okay. And they were it, doing something live on YouTube yesterday. Records. I'm not sure. Okay. Records. I didn't understand what it was, and somebody told me. Uh, this is Adam Romano. I read a research paper in university that concluded that people do not enjoy the things they love to do when forced to do them because of work. Basically, if you are paid to do something you love, you will not enjoy doing it as much. My question is, if you are really looking forward to a game coming out and you are asked to review it, do you end up not getting as satisfying an experience because you are doing it for work? I would think being able to play a game at your own pace and your own free time would be more enjoyable than having to quickly review it and write about it. It would seem like being asked to review a blockbuster game... Although good for your career, would lessen the experience for you. I don't agree. I don't agree either. No. Uh, yeah, it's like if it's a game that we're really looking forward to, like being the first to play it, I think it's a satisfying. And getting to do too. it at work is the best part. You yeah. know what I mean, like it's it'll kill it kills people like when Brodvik's playing Mass Effect or whatever, and we all want to play Mass Effect, but mm. he gets to sit there at work and play Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Especially when a game, a huge blockbuster comes out, you get to shut down. You get to be like, I'm staying home and playing. I'm not doing. You know what I mean? Like you get to just sit there. Like you know, when I was reviewing Infamous and I was chasing blast shards at work, that was awesome. <laughs> I do feel more pressure on the review when I yeah. write it, though. If, that, you don't, if you only have a certain amount of time to get it done, then yeah, there's a lot of pressure to be done. But I'm, I'm still enjoying the hell out of it. If, yeah. it's a, if it's a great game, you know what I mean. It's like if it's a, but you know, obviously, it's a crappy game too. Not even the time commitment. I just think that when I'm writing, a, when I'm on a AAA game and I'm writing that review, and it's something that I'm excited for too, then I'm very. I don't want my review to seem like right. I don't like I was excited for it, so that's why I'm giving it this, or like I want to make sure I'm not missing anything and I'm getting the full experience and yada yada yada. This is Christian Sanchez. Lately, I've noticed how people write in explaining how they listen to GameScoop. I thought I'd tell you what I did to listen. I'm going to be a senior, but when I was in the 8th grade, I would walk over a mile to a Dunkin' Donuts to use their Wi-Fi and download GameScoop on my PSP through RSS. Wait, this is when he was a kid? What, is that what? He's, uh, he's, a senior in, he's going to be a senior in high school. Uh-huh. When he, In 8th grade, he used to go to the donut shop. Mm-hmm. He says, I've been a dedicated listener. Back in my listener. day when we had Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a dedicated listener for four years. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening, Christian. You know, Damon, I'm not sure if you're finished uh, with all the scoops. I'm surprised the one thing you didn't talk about Uh-oh. was Halo 2600. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, when I go back, it must have uh, 
when I when I go back and gather my news stories, yeah. it must have like fallen off. It wasn't on yeah. the page anywhere. Apparently, so. it was one of the big traffic stories over the weekend. So you went to Classic Game Expo. Yeah. So and Classic Game Expo used to happen on a yearly basis, but they took like a two-year hiatus. Mm. But it came back in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these these three guys. They've uh, John Hardy. Um, uh, he he's the one that runs everything, and you got Sean Kelly and Joe Santulli. They run it too. They have a place called. Dig- uh, Digital Press, I think, in New Jersey. It's a store. And mm-hmm. so they kind of just gather everything up, bring it over to Vegas, and they sell stuff there. But also, like, they have panels mm-hmm. and whatnot. And uh, one of the big things that came out of that uh, that expo was a copy of uh, uh, Ed Freeze, mm-hmm. who used to be vice president of, of Microsoft's gaming division and the guy that signed, like, Bungie to mm-hmm. Microsoft as a first party. Uh, he wanted to learn 2600. So the first thing, so he just wanted to learn how to program. Yeah, he wanted to learn because he basically back in the day uh, programmed a couple of um, Atari 800 games. So mm-hmm. he didn't go that far back. He didn't he didn't learn the 2600. So as his first project, uh, he decided, hey, I'm going to make a Master Chief sprite and have it move around. And that was kind of like his learning thing. But then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go further and make this into a game that's actually fun. So he did that. He spent six months making this game, and then Atari Age decided to manufacture like 100 cartridges, mm-hmm. and they sold this uh, Halo 2600. Uh, the label was uh, was made by Mike Mike over at Other Ocean. I've known him for like years. He used to work in Next Generation with me. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the it's the the game itself. It's, it's you know it's very inspired by by adventure. Okay, so it's Olin. like a top down. It's <laughs> if you can say top down, just you know the sprite moving, and then you move from screen to screen. Yeah, uh, you pick up the gun and you can shoot the uh, the uh, the the bad guy. What the bad guys called in in Halo? Uh, the- like, Covenant? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. Are they just blocks they, in, they're in not, the game? They, they, you know, they, the they, Master Chief, you can see. You can, see Master you can Chief, tell they, it's Master Chief. Yeah, you can tell it's Master Chief, but the enemies, they kind of look like squirrels. <laughs> well, maybe they are squirrels. <laughs> so, Spoilers. Get off my planet, squirrels. <laughs> so, yeah, you move from a screen. It's like there's 64 screens to explore. And some 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 areas are blocked off by like force fields that you have to get past by picking up a key or like break adventure because you have to find like a gold key and then you can get through or uh, some of them are like blocked off by enemies and you shoot all the enemies in an area then the, the bear goes down and you can move on and then there's a boss battle it was <laughs> so you know it's like you know they're selling this discard for 20 bucks and it's a really cool collectible yeah and uh do you have a working i have it the did they sell it? out instantaneously I'm not here. instantaneously but certainly like the at the i think they sold through all of them so yeah, yeah. you can play it online if you go to uh, www.halo2600.com mm. uh, there's a Flash emulator a Flash 2600 emulator and they have Halo running on it cool so you can play it um, but it's just not on a cool swanky cartridge yeah. that we have in our display case nice uh, this is Michael Patterson. Does anyone know if Fraxis said whether the new Civilization game will allow you to build your throne room like in the games prior to Civ 4? I missed that feature and would like to see it return. The answer is no, right Charles? I, I don't believe there's a throne room yeah. in there, no. Sorry, Michael Patterson. Scoop! Scoop! <laughs> uh, Marcus. Marcus V. Going around the room. Quick fire questions. Uh, Greg Miller, do you like the band Avenged Sevenfold? Of course I don't know who that is. Are you <laughs> effing kidding me? Come on. <laughs> Charles, are you excited for the epicness that is Gran Turismo 5? I am actually excited about that. That's one of the few racing series that I've I've played almost every entry in and yeah. get super into. The last, <laughs> the last GTA... Or GTA GT game I bought I played for like an entire month I was hopelessly addicted to the point where I was actually rubber banding controllers to do like the oval like endurance races wow. so that I could get money or or so, so you, I could unlock more stuff. How do you how do you rubber band a racing it. game? Uh, it's just you adjust the stick so that you turn properly, so you don't. So have to it's pay just as an oval track that's constantly uh, on a on a left hand turn. That's all it is. And so you're yeah, so you, you have to. Tr- well, it, it require. I I never could do it perfectly, but at least I didn't have to have my full attention focused on that's the screen. Crazy, yeah, it, no, it was it was way too much. I had to I had to pull back. And Craig, do you want to play Smash Brothers? Do I want to play Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. It's he, been out for like three months. Were you not here on that game, Scoop? No. I'm apparently missing something here. Uh, yes, last week we made up a new inside joke that then piggybacked into that inside joke. 
The Smash Brothers was some guy. Was, <laughs> some, guy some kid was playing Smash Brothers with his friends. No, no, he no, was walking down the I thought, street. I thought, this, oh, whatever. Yeah, I thought he, he, I thought he s- left his house where he was playing Smash Brothers with his friends. Him and his friends play Smash Brothers all the time. Right. He was left his house to go to the bar, I believe. They might have been a little drunk already. Yeah, yeah. And as they're walking, they look into like a basement window and see kids playing Smash Brothers. Uh, other other <laughs> people playing Smash Brothers. He's like, hey, you guys want to play us <laughs> and of and course, the people inside like, no. were like, "Get out of here!" Get away from and he wrote house. it like, "I can't believe these guys didn't want to play." <laughs> <laughs> and then last week we were talking about how <laughs> Samus would roll into a morph ball and then go into your pipe and then explode, <laughs> become big and explode. <laughs> we kept uh, kept laughing, just thinking of like a morph ball like following you around everywhere. <laughs> like you see it like around a corner looking at it. <laughs> uh, remember when we were talking about uh, someone from Kickass being in Friday the Thirteenth? Vaguely. Hannibal Kane, uh, or IGN username Thomas Valiant has the answer. Okay. Uh, I'm a bit of a movie buff. One of my favorite movies in recent history is the remake of Friday the 13th. Really? I'd like to confirm, the guy that goes in search of weed at the start of the movie with the glow stick is yes! not, not the same what? guy. Not the same guy who plays Kick-Ass or Dave in the movie. It's actually Jonathan Sadowski, who played a low-level hacker in Live Free or Die Hard. Interesting. There you go. The guy who played Dave in Kick-Ass is actually Aaron Johnson. Sorry to burst your bubble, Greg. No, it's fine. No, had to it wasn't really you. a bubble. It was just something I thought I put together. <clears throat> this is uh, Insanity Manity. That's a good name. Uh, I was wondering if uh, anyone's doing a feature or guide to help explain the gameplay of Harmony of Despair. That's the new Castlevania game that just came out in XBLA this week. Seems like there's definitely a fun game here, and I could have a solid four-man squad play easily, but I don't want to throw them into it blind. Yeah, the problem with that game is that it doesn't explain anything to you. It is fun when you get a bunch of people together and uh, figure some stuff out, but the game really needs to explain more. But we we did a strategize on it this week, and there's also a fact on IGN.com. Yay! Scoop! This is from Peter in Denmark. Uh, I have a question for the Raging Canadian. <gasps> oh, that's me, I guess. What the hell happened to Command Prompt? There has not been a new command prompt for almost three and a half months. Has PC gaming really kicked the bucket? No, it hasn't. I've just uh, I haven't recorded one. <laughs> there have been there have been a lot of. You realize changes. we get a lot of emails about this. Uh, no, I mean I'm not on the email chain. Well, I'm, so. I'm telling you, we get a lot of emails about this. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean that needs to happen. I, I'm aware that that needs okay. to happen. All right. Uh, we're almost there. I can see this is Kevin McCallow. Uh I'm getting closer to graduation. I had an interesting thought. What was the Scoop crew like in high school? Were you popular? Were you loners? Did you spend your time gaming or doing other things? And when you were ready to graduate, did you know what you wanted to do? Uh, well, I can. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I guess. Uh, let's see. I just did homework, played video games, and played hockey, and that's pretty much it in high school. That was my entire high school existence up until senior year when I was like, wait, I can do other things. <laughs> and then I didn't know what I wanted to do. Hmm. Uh, I was not popular. I will definitely say that. Um, I was, you know, maybe on the, the bowling team. I was doing some video production stuff, in the, you know, but I was also working full time because, uh, you know, I need money to fuel my video game addiction. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was not popular. I, I was I was I was popular enough. I was in theater and in choir. Uh, I didn't. I played some games, but I, I kind of like fell out of gaming during high school, and then I got back into it big time when I went to college. Uh, but when I graduated, I didn't really. I mean, I knew I wanted to do something with like per- music or performance, something like that. So, but I didn't really have a clear idea of it. So I just went to the University of Kansas, where all my friends were going yeah, to you, figure it out. There you go, follower. <laughs> uh, I was. I'll fall under the popular enough category. I was. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was a group of jocks who were more popular, spoiled jerks. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I was. I was. I was popular. I was a theater kid. I was uh, voted most likely to be a star. Yeah, class clown and most creative. <laughs> That's not wow. surprising in the very least. Surpri- uh, no, right. And I was doing <clears throat> newspaper stuff, hardcore, and uh, I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. Greg Miller never. Never, never questions his future. Uh, Doug in Calgary uh, thought we would enjoy these picks of the greatest Baroness cosplay ever, and I have to agree. This one is a big, big success. Mm-hmm. Was that a Comic Con? Uh, no, this no. is not a white background. This is just a professional lady here. It looks yeah. like. Uh, so is that considered cosplay then? What she's wearing a costume. yeah, but I mean, like cosplay is generally. I mean, just because you're standing in front of like and taking photos, I mean, you're you're in a costume, but I don't know if that's really cosplay. I count. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and count this. I'm going to count what, whatever that is. Five stars. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's outstanding. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely outstanding. Really outstanding. Oh, listeners, what we're looking at is this super cute Asian yeah. girl in a, in a Baroness outfit, and she is really, really hot. Sounds about right. Good good pick there, Doug. Yeah, that's she's, she's Doug awesome. Calgary. And that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Uh, remember, if you're in the Bay Area, come see us at the Powell Street Game Scoop. Um, game stop tonight. <laughs> Tell me the password. Scoop. Tonight is Friday. Yeah. Bring Friday. your PSP. Uh, I will pre-order Halo Reach for you. What are they actually showing at the event? They're showing uh, new, like a, they're showing new footage of of Halo Reach. Oh, okay. They have like a thirty-minute video. Then thirty-minute video. Yeah, thirty-minute video Jeez. about the game, and it is actually new exclusive footage that they're showing there. Oh, okay. When does the game come out? September. Okay. Sometime. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Craig. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.